Hello, Internet friends. This is Linda Dawson. And this is Glenn Dawson, and you're listening to Preparing Our Heart for Worship podcast. Glenn, I remember when we were kids, we learned a song in Bible school called This Little Lot of Mine. I remember they lined us up in Sunday school auditorium just before the classes began and had us hold up one finger and sing out, This Little Lot of Mine. Yes, shaking that finger, we'd shout, I'm going to let it shine. Then we'd follow it up with, hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. And then, let old Satan it out. No, I'm going to let it shine. We didn't want the old devil to blow it out, did we? No, we wanted our light to shine for Jesus. Today's version of This Little Light of Mine was written in the 1920s as a song for children by a white northern pastor, music teacher, Harry Lowe's, inspired by one or more of several Gospels which reference the Lord's shining light, it became a staple of Sunday school teaching across the United States. Sometimes simple songs can carry deep meanings. A fine example is the song, This Little Light of Mine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm going to let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm going to let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. In my brother's heart, I'm going to let it shine. In my brother's heart, I'm going to let it shine. In my brother's heart, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. In my sister's soul, I'm going to let it shine. In my sister's soul, I'm going to let it shine. In my sister's soul, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. All around the world, I'm going to let it shine. All around the world, I'm going to let it shine. All around the world, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, and then just let it shine. Many other verses have been added over the years, including impromptu lines appropriate to the occasion. The song is sung around the world with the simple lyrics and tune resonating with all ages. Harry Lowe's, who studied at the Moody Bible Institute and the American Conservatory of Music, was a musical composer and teacher who wrote or co-wrote several other gospel songs. He wrote a popular adaptation of the song, This Little Light of Mine, in the 1940s, but never copyrighted or claimed credit for writing the original, which remains of unknown origin. The religious hymn, This Little Light of Mine, has been often been referred to as having originated in the era of American slavery. For instance, on September the 26th, 1998, the Orlando Senatal published that the song had slave-era roots. 
However, no evidence has ever been found that that was true. Multiple sources mention that the song was written in 1920 or in the 1920s. No solid historical evidence has been found to confirm the exact year. The year 1920 may have been sourced from old hymnals that are not available to be read online. The rumor that this little light of mine was a spiritual song sung by slaves may have come from the fact that the song played a role during the civil rights movement in the 1960s. It could have been because, to some listeners, the way it sounded harkened back to the moods of the slavery spirituals. As mentioned, we found no evidence that this little light of mine had its roots as a slave song. On top of that, we also noticed that it was absent from several credible sources where one would expect the popular tune to be if it was indeed a slave spiritual. On February the 14th, 1948, Pennsylvania York Daily Record printed that Harry Loss deserved credit for creating this little light of mine. At the same time, NPR reported in 2018 that Loss did create a popular arrangement of the tune. Researchers at Moody Bible Institute, where Loss taught for 21 years, say they found no evidence that he wrote the song or claimed to have wrote it. The newspaper listed his abilities as a director, singer, and songwriter. At the time, he had already written several hundred compositions, some of which were said to have made appearances in songbooks. The earliest newspaper story in California Eagle was a story about the song on May 18, 1931. On that day, the Mount Olive Missionary Baptist Church reported on its recent church service indicated in the article was a mention that this little light of mine was one of the songs that sung and it gave a blessing they wrote according to the may 18th 2019 edition of religion and values from the messenger inquirer theresa wrote wrote that the theme for this little light of mine came from matthew 5 14 through 16 And 14, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. 15, neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Roe also mentioned that Los believed to have composed the song in the 1920s, which showed that another reporter had issues finding the exact year this little light of mine was completed. However, again, the NPR story said that the researchers at the Bible Institute found no evidence that the tune, that he was the tune's original creator. With the fact that this little light of mine was inspired by Bible verses, it's entirely possible that slaves in the U.S. did sing spirituals on the same theme of letting one's light shine, but with different words and melodies. 
Decades after the song was believed to have been composed, it had a resurgence during the 1960s civil rights movement. On March the 20th, 2011, Michigan's Battle Creek Inquirer reported on the legacy through the years. This song played an important role in the civil rights movement 40 years after it was composed, and then 30 years later, appropriately, Kay Mills used its name as the title for her biography of Fannie Lou Hammer. Hammer was the first black volunteer to register to vote in Ruleville, Mississippi, her hometown. She went on to become a real leader in the whole movement and later an outspoken critic of the war in Vietnam. Some claim that the song takes its theme from some of Jesus' remarks to his followers in Matthew 5, 14 and 16 of the King James Version. It says, You're the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Yet let your light shine before men, that you may see your good works, that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. A parallel passage in Luke 11.33 of the King James Version says, No man, when he hath lit, lighted a candle, put it under a secret place, neither under a bushel but on a candlestick, that they which come in to see the light. Given that the source is unknown and God in Jesus is not mentioned in the words, it is equally possible that the song reflects a global longing to be seen as a good person trying to make the world a better place. It was in 1952 when the Ward Singers, legendary pioneers of the modern gospel sound, turned it into a gospel song for adults. Soon after, Zelfia Horton adapted it further still and taught it to Pete Seeger, as she did with We Shall Overcome and other folk singers of the 1950s. It became a civil rights anthem, genuinely assumed to be a symbolic old enslavement song from the South. Not surprisingly, this little light of mine can be performed in pretty much any manner as you please. I found over 30 distinct versions. No matter who is singing, this little light of mine remains a most powerful song of personal freedom. And no matter the style, some of the childlike jubilation and wonder found in that original children's hymn still shines through every time. This little light of mine is well known in many parts of the world with var variation in lyrics and melody. Participants in the civil rights movement of the 1950s and 60s sang this powerful anthem as they faced their oppression with strength and dignity. The lyrics are easily adaptable and well-suited to improvisation. Christian church groups commonly sang this little light of mine Though the song message is not explicitly religion, religious, the origin of this little light of mine is really not known. The phrase, this little light of mine, first appeared in a 1925 poetry book by Edward Evans. In 1933, 
newspapers provided the first known references to the song, reporting that a chorus sang it at an African Methodist Episcopal Conference in Helena, Montana, from where Evans hailed. There is evidence that churches around the United States sang the song that year. In 1940s, composer and teacher Harry Loss wrote the arrangement of This Old Light of Mine that became popular in Christian churches. Many sources indicate that Loss composed the song, but recent scholarship suggests otherwise. Loss himself never claimed the credit for writing it, and the Moody Bible Institute, as we said, studied it and taught the song, found no evidence that he wrote it. In the 1950s and 60s, civil rights leaders turned to music as a vital tool in their fight for equity. Singing together unifies oppressed groups, reinforces their shared identity, communicates their desired outcomes, and strengthens their resolve. The song is actually attributed to Harry Dixon Loss, his gospel songwriter, and he was a gospel songwriter and music director from Michigan who worked at the Moody Bible Institute. Lost wrote the song for children in the 1920s. Though Dixon was a white man from the North, the song often attributed even in hymnals as an African-American spiritual. This is understandable because it sounds so similar to other Southern spirituals of the time. In the 1960s, the simple song became an anthem of the civil rights movement. It was adapted for this purpose by Zelfia Horton, who also taught Pete Seeger, We Shall Overcome, and other activists. The lyrics to this little light of mine are very simple and repetitive. It leads, lends itself nicely to folk tradition, making it an easy song to remember and a song to sing along with. Only one line in each verse changes. The verses begin with one of the following phrases, which are followed by, I'm going to let it shine. Then these two lines repeat a total of three times. Each verse is finished up with, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Whether or not you believe the song is, uh, is blessed, it's obvious this American anthem speaks a powerful feeling which has made so many who sing it feel a little less alone, a little freer. That probably explains the enduring power of this little light of mine, better than any other reason. For sure, we all have a light that shines. When people think of you, they think of something, something that reminds them of you. What's your influence on the people that you know? Do people think kind things? When you are gone, what will you be remembered for? What will you take with you? Did you know you can, in fact, take something with you when you die? Did you know that we lay up treasures in heaven? Do you know we can take eternal friends with us? Things in this world are temporal. They don't last. We hear but a short while, but heaven, <laughs> it's forever. 
I pray your lamp is filled with the Spirit of God, and it will burn forever in heaven. Have you trusted Jesus with your eternity? Eternity? Is he your Savior? Are you resting in his promises? Stop trusting yourself and trust him today. Now, Glenn, would you play us this little light of mine on the sax? I'd be so glad to do that. guys to listen to our podcast of music without you it'd be kind of useless to be doing this wouldn't it we are thrilled when folks tell us they heard our podcast and our music and they were blessed thank you so much YouTube and search for Glenn and Linda Dawson. While you're there, select like, subscribe, and notification buttons so you'll be notified when our videos come out. Also, it 
it'll help us in our effort to partner with YouTube. YouTube gets advertising money for showing the videos on their platform, and they share that money with the content providers when they're in the partner program. Our program is part of the Glen Austin Evangelistic Association. We're a 100% nonprofit organization dedicated to sharing Jesus with everyone. All our finances go 100% directly to this ministry. All of the workers for our program are all volunteers. God be with you. Goodbye for now.